0: Hello and welcome to our podcast. In this episode we're talking about stress and how it's normal. It's what we think about it which counts. The lovely thing about this understanding is that it normalizes everything which is such a relief. So sit back, relax and see what we have to say about it. Welcome to our third podcast
1: about keeping life simple with Paola Royal and Gina Oxer. Hello everyone. Today we would like to talk a little bit about stress and how we see that with the logic of how our mind works. We all experience stress in our life. Our life is very busy. We think about so many things all day long. We think about our children, we think about our grandparents, we think about our next holiday, we think about our workload, we think about everything all day long but the ever is only one thing going on and that is thought in this moment like you heard in podcast two when you look again at your piece of paper the diagram we were talking about which sheena so lovely explained to you the last time when you look at that diagram it is normally that we make all this stuff what I was just talking about, responsible for the way we feel. But then we realize with this understanding that there is only one thing going on and that is our thinking in this moment right now. And when I understand that, insightful, all of that falls away and I'm able to be more present in that moment. So I tell you a little bit about myself. I do get caught up and I have very, very stressful moments. I was going on a really, really early networking meeting. And then in the afternoon, I had an email. Someone was asking me if I can cover him in a networking meeting on Friday, which I replied straight away, of course, I'm going to do that. I'm going to sit in for you and come. And it's an opportunity as well for me. But also in the same moment, I was thinking, oh God, when I do this, then I can't catch up with my workload and I need to do some stuff. And uh, when am I going to do that? I have to do this and that and the other. I was already a few steps ahead of myself. So with this understanding, I'm starting to see and I'm coming always back to the same thing that there is always one thing going on and that is thought in the moment. So when I know there is always ever that present moment, the past is two seconds away, and whatever happened in the past, it's traveling with me through time and space via thought in the moment. And the future is an incomplete equation. I have no influence about what the future holds. And yes, of course, I do spend time in the future, So it doesn't mean I'm passive and I'm not doing anything about the future. But when I spend time in the future, I'm missing that present moment right now. So when I start to understand whatever is going on, all the feelings I'm having, I can only experience my feeling because of thought in the moment. Then I start to get less interested. It brings me back in less time into this present moment right now. When I was caught up myself thinking about, oh God, yeah, and I was already in Friday that I have to get up early again. And I started to get really stressed out because, oh, that's, I hate getting up early. I had physical response I could feel to that. And then suddenly I thought, hang on, I'm here in that moment. I'm thinking already what I'm going to do in two days. But it takes me away from the moment right now. And I get less and less interested in what is going to be and being not present. I like to spend more time with
0: what is now. So I think people listening and people that I coach or educate will then ask me, well, how do you do that? Because we come from a a background of, of techniques and, you know, this is what I've done and this is how you can do it too. But this is completely different. It's completely different. It's, an, it's understanding how our experience is being created. And then there isn't anything to do with that. It's a learning of subtraction. So it just falls away as being relevant. The rumination that I used to have falls away as being relevant. You know, I, know, I noticed I used to work at the medical school and it was quite a difficult project. You know, everybody thought it was a difficult project. There were clinicians that didn't want to be on it. There were nurses that didn't really want to be doing it. It was a political research project. It was about funding for really sick children. And of course, nobody wants to do research into that because if it shows that the research is, it's not worth it, then who wants to take funding away from really sick children? Not many people. So it was a really difficult project to be involved in. I was very stressed at the time. And I used to be in the bus on the way in, really, really stressed. Thinking, oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! How am I going to cope with this? I wasn't even at work, and then another t- other times, I would be absolutely okay with it. And it was really fascinating to me how I could flip flop between feeling this stress and then feeling absolutely on top and okay with it. And now I have the description for that. But actually, it's thought in the moment, bringing my reality. So it's my thinking about the clinicians that they're not interested. It's my thinking about the workload. It's my thinking about how do we collect this data rather than the reality itself. So it's fascinating to actually understand how I was operating then and how I operate now. And I can still look at my diary and go, oh, my gosh, how am I going to get all that done this week? And then I realize, oh, hang on a minute, I'm not being asked to do all of that this week. I'm being asked to live in this moment right now. And what's being asked of me right now? Okay, well, I'll do that thing. It baby steps of life rather than seeing it all in one go and thinking, oh my goodness, I have to do it all right now. And to me, sort of time feels like it, it expands when I feel like that. I get more done because there's less on my mind and I'm more efficient, which is amazing. I know that this is being used in for professionals and they say that they stop taking work home. Because they just have less ruminating during the day about, different things and and they just work with more ease yeah it gets you clearer isn't it because you're
1: less interested in what is going on in your head and so you are more in the moment and you find suddenly the innate intelligence can speak through you you know you start to get more creative and you suddenly find yourself doing stuff and you actually start to do more because you're less interested
0: in whatever that isn't going on Mm. It's like being lived by life rather than really desperately living life. I think you know, one of our lovely mentors calls it like grabbing life by the throat <laughs> and living it.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah.
0: Well, and then being lived by it and just living more moment to moment.
1: It often, I just, I just think, uh, you know, when people sit at work and they say, you know, oh, we're so stressed because we have so much to do at work and I just can't catch up with all the workload there is at work whatever is on your desk, you think already two steps ahead about stuff you have to do in the future, and then there comes one thing on top of that, so your boss comes in with one more thing, and you just can't cope anymore because you're thinking already about everything you have to do in the future instead of just concentrating what is right in front of you. Mm. And we are not able always to do that, but when I start to understand that my feelings are always coming from thought in the moment, not from outside circumstances, like we said in podcast two, then there is only ever this moment going on. And then I give less notice of the thoughts about future events or about outside circumstances, because they are not able to give me my experience
0: we could put stress at work on the diagram and put it on both sides that's a good idea yeah that's a really good idea if we put stress at work on the right hand side where how it seems to work where feelings are coming from something other than thought it really looks like that person at work who's really annoying me is causing me stress or it really looks like that computer problem is causing me stress Mm, and then I need to do something about it Yes, I need to change that person's behavior or or I need to, you know, I need to fix my computer in order to be happy. You know, the list goes on, really. But how it works, you know, stress at work, when we know that feelings are coming from thought in the moment, we can know that we never feel the stress unless we're thinking the stressful thought. Like I said, on some days I felt very different or in some moments I felt very different about my work. I felt confident. I felt like it it was very doable. I knew that it wasn't actually the environment I was in that was causing me to feel. It was my perception of it and my perception of it is via thought. And that can only ever happen right now. Knowing that in my life now, I can then notice when I'm the moment to moment reality of life that... Yes, we are going to feel stressed at times, but we're not going to have a stressful week. We're going to have moments of stress within the week because I think Mm. it's entirely impossible, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think it's entirely impossible to be stressed 100% of the time. Mm. I think thought changes and we have a different experience. And what this understanding of how we work does is it gives us the awareness of that, so that we notice that we have a thought that is happy and then a thought that is stressed and then a thought that is sad, then a thought that is joyful, then a thought that is playful and suddenly we're less concerned about the ones that are labeled stress because actually they're telling me that I'm thinking something that is causing a stressful thought. That's it. That was beautiful, Sheena. That was really
1: beautiful. There's not much to say about that one. <laughs> to get quiet. <laughs> yes, exactly. And that what happens when you're thinking drops,
0: you start to get quiet, isn't it, Sheena? Yes. Well, thank you very much for listening. And we hope you will come back. We are going to talk in our next podcast about anxiety. All right, then. Have a lovely day.
1: Bye-bye. Bye. So there is a very good TED Talk, if you would like to listen to it, called How to Make Stress Your Friend from Kelly McGonigal. M-C-G-O-N-I-G-A-L. Kelly McGonigal. I can only recommend listening to them. So we would like to say goodbye and thank you for listening today. And we're going to see you in our next podcast about anxiety. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Our websites are www.sheenaoxa.co.uk and www.healthylivingwithpaolaroyal.co.uk These podcasts are for information, education and entertainment only. We offer one-to-ones and intensives. We love hearing from you. Bye-bye.